Welcome back to the Pastors Podcast. Pastor Scott here with Pastors Danny and Demetrius. How are you guys doing? What's going on? From Shalom Bible Church. Shalom, shalom. Yes. Mm. SBC. Yeah. Shalom Bible Church. <laughs> yes. The the other part of the church split. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why you call it a plant. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, uh, the plant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I am going to go out on a limb and assume that the vast majority of you know Danny and Demetrius, but for the couple of you that might be new or listening, uh, Danny and Demetrius were a part of a church plant sent out from here in April, April. Mm-hmm. So right before Easter. Yep. That's right. So eight months ago. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Wow. Crazy. A quick minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as a part of Shalom Bible Church, you, if you were here on Sunday, you saw an update video from them that was this, Danny, was this your editing skills, your video yeah, editing I, skills? I, I'm, I'm going to drop the pastor stuff pretty soon and just Man, try become, to do the that's right. church AV person. Uh, Communication AV. Yeah, well, we had some yeah. split screen in there. Yes. Like was... that, that was just because I filmed the wrong way. Because you filmed I, it I, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it just so happened to work out with Dustin talking. <laughs> did, did Dustin, I, I, I just knowing Dustin, I appreciate that he, he probably appreciated like, hey, why don't you, you know, put something else up there? You know, he's a little, <laughs> yeah. a camera shy, that guy. Yeah. Yes. We almost blurred his face out. But, <laughs> yeah. We miss you, Dustin. We wish we you were here. So, so we don't have Dustin. We, we gave him a pass today because <laughs> yeah. he had a new baby. Yes. He and Sarah just had mm-hmm. a baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Scotty Jane. Scotty Jane. Scotty Jane. Yes. Yeah. So, so exciting. Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, yeah, how are, they, how are they doing? How's that adjustment going? Or do you guys even know? No, yeah, like, you're like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Dustin, who? <laughs> what? Yeah, I forgot about that oh, yeah, guy. That guy. Yeah. Um, no, like they seem to be doing well. Um, Sarah is, as Dustin mentioned, she is like getting a little, little sleep, um, not that much sleep, um, but seems like everything's going well for her. She's healthy. Um, the baby was healthy. Um, and we have Rose being a big sister now. And so she's transitioning to that position and what it means to be a big sister and mm-hmm. at the age of two. So it's fun. So they got their hands full right now yeah. of transitioning to where they were outnumbering the kids. Now they are equal with the kids. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so your church is growing is what I hear. Yes. The church is growing. One baby at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I, I wanted to have you guys on in order to, you know, eight months in, get a little bit of a, an update as to how things are going with Shalom. I mean, like you said, it's been a quick minute, but it, man, it feels like, I mean, to, to me, it feels like you guys just left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like I mean, I imagine this has still been a lot of a kind of very much a transition season, mm-hmm. right? Transition period. So how, yeah. How has the transition to this new church family and the formation of this new church family been? For how let me let me ask you this first. How's it been for you guys? Just individually. Um it's been good. I actually Danny was telling me just before we hit record yeah. that he wasn't missing us. That's what that's that's what that, that's how I interpreted that. That's <laughs> why I'm even here right now on this podcast. Wow. No, no, I um I mean I miss Cornerstone, obviously, but like 
there hasn't been a Sunday that I'm like, man, I wish we were back at West LA. Mm. Like, um, mm. and again, I told you too, considering that I was crying my eyes out that yeah. last Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's That's so cool. It's been great. Like I, I think for me, what I've been most like encouraged by personally and just, it's been a hard, hard few months for me personally. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's kind of thrown a little bit of like just processing how the church plan has been. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just like always encouraged and blessed by seeing our church family. Um, we'll get into more of that in a few minutes, but just seeing them interact, it feels so familial. And I think that's probably the biggest mm thing and then also yeah. even like um with demetrius and dustin and passion alongside them it's like not that we're never gonna have a conflict or like a disagreement or anything like that but like it's just been so smooth in some ways mm. you know and i think yeah. it just goes to testament of our friendships with one another and stuff like yeah. that so it's yeah. so cool yeah it's so cool what are you what, what about for you um when i think about the transition I think about a dark chocolate candy bar. Okay. Bitter, sweet. <laughs> and we just had Halloween. That's why you're tripping on yeah. right <laughs> But uh, what I mean by that is even the bitter part is not a bad thing because it's sad that we left a family that um, cared for us, supported us, um, loved us, and that we were part of being part of Cornerstone West LA. But even that bitterness, there is this sweetness with it mm. because we know that you guys support us. We know that you guys are praying for us. We know that um, you guys are here if we need um, just a place to find refuge or just be able to talk through things. And so <clears throat> that has been a, it's been hard to leave, but also we have been supported in that leaving. It's not like, oh man, it was not a church split. It was a church plant. <laughs> totally. And we left all on, like, it was just a beautiful, like sending us out. And yeah. then just this sweetness of, as Danny said, it does seem very familiar um, for our church, new church baby family. Um, and just the way that um, seeing the congregation love and care for one another, um, seeing them get to know each other in a deeper way, but also seeing them step up in many different facets, which I, which we'll jump into mm-hmm. later. But it's just been cool to see people being willing to be stretched and saying, no, how can I step in? How can I fill in this gap? Um, but also just seeing them supporting us as pastors. And as Danny mentioned, like it's been great working with him and Dustin um, and like being on one accord and be able to talk through things. And even when like, okay, we may have a different perspective of this where we were able to talk those things out and just be able to support one another where it's not on one person, where it's not like I would have not been able to do this if it was just me. Um, and I know that they would probably say the same thing, like just sending one of us to do this. Oh man, it would be hard. But this transition has been smooth due to the support of Cornerstone sending us, but also due to the collaboration and the support and the pastoring of us as pastors there, pastoring one another and caring for one another. Mm-hmm. As we, each of us have gone through a different season, like as Danny mentioned, like there, like this has been a hard da- a season for Danny in many ways, just mm-hmm. with things that have taken life. And so, be able to come around and support him. But even in that time, it's just been sweet to see him pastor the church as a whole, even in his own pain. Um, mm. And so those have been some sweet things. So mm. that's why I say like a chocolate bar, a, like dark, a, chocolate bar. a dark chocolate bar, <laughs> bittersweet. Uh, we, we were talking about this. Just, who, who was it? I can't even remember. Somebody in the office the other day, they were, they were like, that's real candy. 
Like all the stuff that you get at Halloween is fake candy. <laughs> like, fake candy? What do you, what do you mean? Like, no, 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 no. It's the, like, you know, the bittersweet stuff. Uh, that's the real stuff. So, um, okay. I mean, and I think it's, it's, right. It was the transition of you guys, but it was also was this entire team, right? I mean, just so many people that were so deeply ingrained here. So, I mean, so many of my favorite people. Um, the, uh, what was the size of the, plant team when it was all said and done that like actually went how many people what did you start with in that sense i think we were around maybe 15 yeah about that just adults adults Adults, yeah yeah. but it was also a little tricky because the last sunday we were here we had two people that were coming to cornerstone that were sc students and i don't think they were really involved with cornerstone plugged in here yeah Mm -hmm. and um they came along uh they came up to me and then last Sunday and like, we have information and they showed up the next Sunday. They've, they've been like huge part of our church. So it kind of feels like there's like yeah, 17 yeah. of us in a sense, yeah. but it was around, it was around yeah. that amount, I think. Yeah. Man, that's so cool. So what, um, what's surprised you so far? Uh, <laughs> you can interpret all that the, all yeah. the cats in front of Demetrius's front yard from the neighbors. Yes, yes, I do that. Yes, the cats. Um, <laughs> the cats are a part of the church. Huh? Yes, they walk in the house. Yes, if you come to church, you get a free cat. So. <laughs> free cat giveaway. That's, that that's an interesting outreach. <laughs> I, I've never, um, never heard of that before. Yeah. But you know, hey, know your, know your yes. spot. I guess. Know your spot. One of like. I mentioned a little bit earlier is just seeing how the congregants stepped in the gaps mm-hmm. um, and really have taken ownership of this church plant in saying, you know what, how can we be stretched? How can we like not just be bystanders, not just be in a place of what is, how, like, what are we going to get out this for me? But it's like, wait a minute, like I'm here. How can I support? How can I be a contributor to what is taking place? And, um, seeing people being <clears throat> like, there is one event that took place or an incident where one of my neighbors got hurt and we wouldn't care for him. And then I was like looking for one of our congregants and members and he was in the kitchen cooking an omelet for this individual. And I was like, like, oh <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Like, like we, like what you like came was like, how, how, how can I feed him? How can I nourish him in this time? And that was just something beautiful to see. And then also we had two members that said, you know what, let's take in a soon to be mother and let's put them in one of our, like, I was like, oh, oh I, wow. Like, and it's like, like, we just asked you to help them go to these locations and you taking the next step and saying, you know what, like, how can we make sure you have a safe place for you to stay? Mm. Um, and just seeing them step in those gaps and being stretched and saying, we just want to love these people. We just want to love our neighbors. We just want to love people in our community and get to know them. Um, and see them even though we just met them as family. And so that is yeah. something really surprising to see. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would I would say one I completely would echo that. Um and I would also am thinking about like I guess for some reason with the church plant, I didn't think we would have the number of guests that we've had each Sunday and people who just joined. Mm. Um, we've had a couple. It's not like we, uh, but I was like, oh, wow, like, this is crazy. Like, we're in a house. Like, I didn't think people would want to come <laughs> into a house, you know? And like, it's just, it's been encouraging because like, it, 
it really like some people did have a, another connection already, but like there's also been some people who just really didn't have a connection to us and showed up, and it's it's just been encouraging. And um, I also think as I, I I worship lead a lot. There, worship leading, not we're not we call it worship leading at the service. I didn't know much. you played guitar. No, no. Wow. I was a hidden secret for ten years at Cornerstone. Danny's a secret rapper. Yeah. He raps all the songs we sing. It's so hard to follow him, but he does a great job. Uh, no, but that's like our our service leading aspect. Uh, but like I, I do it fairly often. I like look at everybody and like we're so culturally diverse. I think Dimitri, you said the other day it was like 10, 15 different. Ethnic groups, Cult, ethnic groups, cultures, person, mm-hmm. and, wow. and a church of like twenty. Yes, <laughs> like it's yeah. kind of crazy. It, it is crazy. Yeah, but it's just uh, such a cool, yeah, thing to see. And it, 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 when Demetrius mentioned that a few weeks ago, I was like, "Oh snap!" That is like a, a surprising reminder to me of like, mm-hmm. you know, just like what's going on and who we who God's brought and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. Um. So okay. So you guys are meeting in your. House by your, you mean Demetrius? Yes, sorry. Yes, I'm looking at you. His, his zoo, his petting zoo, his petting cats zoo. and that, all the animals out there. Me and Estella are not cat people. You're not. You're not cat people. We are dog people. So where do all these cats come from? From our neighbors that uh, the cats in the front yards, and particularly our have front yard. Have they? Okay, I, I've experienced something similar with one of my neighbors. Ha, have they like gone into heat yet? Oh. At least since we've been there two or three times. Okay, so I th- this is something I didn't know about, but like cats in heat sound like tortured babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds like somebody's like the first time this happened. Like I was I like I was up ready to call nine one one because it sounded like someone was torturing a small child in my side yard. Think about that being underneath your house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the cat had a litter of. What is it? Kittens? kittens? Yeah. yeah. Under, oh, under the... Under, so, I, I love church. One Sunday I looked, gosh. I was like, why are there kittens crawling out of your house, Demetrius? He's like, oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. And, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I know. Okay, okay. So there's the, the cat thing. <laughs> but but you're meeting on Sunday mornings mm-hmm. in your house. How's, how's that going? Oh man, like, it is our first Sunday. Um, if you were able to see that video that Danny had, uh-huh. you would see that there is paper on the floor. There is no furniture in the house. Um, our first service at our house. We had a service in our house before we even moved in. <laughs> so. Um, oh, man. And so, yeah, like. Hashtag pastor life. Yes. Hashtag <laughs> pastor life. But it's been cool to see the house come to like to be a home. But also as that same time, seeing the church become a home, mm-hmm. become a place where people feel like they're at their own house. And so it's been cool to see when people invite friends just of at first, like, man, I'm walking to a house, but then you get inside. It's like, man, but I feel like I'm in a home. Um, and just seeing that interaction with the congregants and the guests, it's just been a blessing. Um, yeah. Like it does take a little bit extra to make sure the house is prepared each Sunday, but it has been a joy um, of having people over at our home. And that's one reason why we got the house we did and why we moved where we did is just making sure that we can be able for neighbors and people in the community to be able to say, man, this is a place that I feel welcome and loved. And that is like, it's not a building, it's a people. Um, yeah. And so what does it look like for us to meet as a church in a home um, in this early phase and say, you know what? 
let's do it. And so it really does make it feel like, oh man, this is the family gathering every time we meet on Sundays. That's so cool. I mean, it's particularly cool. I think just to reflect back on the journey that was that house and all the work, you know, and even the yeah. way in which it influenced the timeline mm-hmm. of, of the process. But the Lord was all along just preparing this space for both for you and Estella, uh, but also for this spiritual family. Um, kind of he 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 saw this yeah. all along. It's so so cool. Um, all right. Well, I, I know I'd love for you to be able to share with um, some of our church family, just some of the the highlights of what God's been doing. I know you kind of touched on that a little bit with you know, what surprised you, but um, yeah, what, what stands out to you as uh, things that over the last eight months, like you just step back and be like, man, like that, that's God working. That has to be God working. Um. <clears throat> I guess like, like again, like the main one that stands out to me a lot is the familial vibe and just how like most of our church family came and was a part of it, but I don't think they really, a lot of us didn't live life with each other here at Cornerstone. Yeah. Like you were in yeah. like separate community yeah, groups. groups and, and, mm-hmm. okay, you know, okay. I think for me as a pastor, maybe Demetrius and Dustin, there was like some sort of like, oh yeah, well we live life together, but. I, then I started realizing that, oh, the church never really lived life. But when we come together, it just feels so, like, I don't know, just you see how some people interact with one another. And like Demetrius said, like, taking on and stepping up in, in diff- different roles. And, um, yeah, it never, it never really feels, like, on a Sunday, like, separate, um, you know, like, cliquish or anything like that. I mean, we're small, so, it's, you know, but, like, <laughs> um, I think that familial aspect of it has been – one of the cool things to see, and I think just a lot of even some of our outreach that we've done, like it looks, it looks different than probably what it was here. Um, you know, I think we had a church of like 300, 400 here at Cornerstone. Um, and I think, you know, maybe your community group might go do something as an outreach or maybe just you individually or something like that. Whereas here, it feels like our whole church is out there trying mm-hmm. to, to be a part of outreaching and loving the community. And it's looked like we've done water bottle giveaways and soda giveaways and, and candy giveaways and um, prayer walks. And uh, wait, explain soda giveaways to me. What, like, how do you, you just walk around handing out sodas? Um, So a couple of weeks ago um, we had, there's this event on Crenshaw Boulevard called taste of soul. Okay. David Lanham lives like a couple blocks East of Crenshaw. Um, and David Lanham used to go to Cornerstone West LA for anybody who doesn't know. And so it's a huge event. The streets blocked off for like two miles, maybe a Crenshaw. And so Dave is like, you should come over here. We'll hang out in my driveway and we can come and go to the event. We have a lot of food over there. It's good. But he said a lot of people pass by park on his neighborhood and walk. So we just set up a table in his driveway and as people walk by, we just like, hey, there's free sodas, free waters. Like, and that's awesome. Yeah, I was like tripping out on like how much people were like tripped out by it. I was tripping <laughs> yes. out how they were tripping out. <laughs> yes, I was like, oh snap! Like they're like, oh, this free, and like, yeah, you know, like awesome. And then we hand them a flyer for church. Like, oh, that's what's up. That's what's you know, and you know, it, it just. But again, like being a part of that as a church family, doing that together with people mm-hmm. is like such a 
cool thing, like yeah. a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, little known fact, I actually got to hear all about this because David's my physical therapist. Oh yeah, so that's right. I, yeah. I, I see him like twice a week, yeah. <laughs> and I and I'm like I'm, I'm sitting there, so I get I get like kind of the heads up. But it sounded like, I mean, he he was saying the same thing. Like it's like crazy how like people didn't like they wanted to know what the catch was. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And and again, what a cool opportunity to even just be a presence. Yeah, mm-hmm. right there. That is even in some small practical yeah. ways that open the doors mm-hmm. to some of those bigger ways. And let me just clarify, the candy giveaway was on Halloween. It's not like we just drive around like, hey, you guys want candy? That's a little creepy. But yes. it, was on, it was on Halloween. So yeah, I was at Demetrius's house. No, yeah, like, and that was, that was really cool because we did a, right before the church launch, um, we went around and camps the neighborhood and shared that we were in the community and passed out flyers and knocked on doors. Um, and we probably, like, we passed out a lot of flyers. Um, and then for just past Halloween, like Stella, I talked, it's like, no, how can we use this um, to reach our community and really just be able to connect with our neighbors? Because there's not too many opportunities in our year that neighbors are willing to come up to my door instead of me going to theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so talking with the pastors and saying, no, like, hey, let's be intentional getting to our neighbors um, this time, this time, like being like very, like really wanting to know the people in our community. And so we said, anyone that wants to, they can come over it. But also if you're in your own neighborhood, just be intentional about getting to know your neighbors because everyone's going to be out. And so many people, like at first we're like, Hey, let's meet at four o'clock because that's when people start um, collecting candy. <laughs> I forgot, that was West LA time. That was West LA time. South Central time. <laughs> South Central time is 730 yeah. till 10. 10. <laughs> Um, but it was just so cool just to meet the people that lived right around my neighborhood and so many people coming by. Like we passed out, I believe, almost more flyers that this past um, Halloween than we did when we originally launched a church mm. and just had conversations with people that were coming by and say, oh, there's a church neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Like, thank you. Like, and there's one woman that came back after her kids got the candy, heard that there's a flyer, came back like, can, can I eat the flyer for? I was like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like like and so, like that was just cool, just to get to meet people that even as we canvassed the neighborhood already, that we did not meet and mm-hmm. know, and that they did not know that there was a church in the neighborhood. And so, those that was a that was a cool yeah. highlight. And then yeah. we did a barbecue in the park, yeah. And just people that were in the park came and got food, and we got to meet people that were staples in the neighborhood and yeah. people that lived there all their lives, generational. And like it's like, oh man, this is cool. So those small little things of just getting to meet our neighbors and be a part of the community, like learn about our community um, and seeing like, man, there's people already doing some great things here. Mm-hmm. What are some ways that we can potentially partner up with them in the long run? And so those have been some highlights. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to just think about simple things like going and doing a barbecue, like, okay, let's take burgers over there or pack your lunch, whatever it is. And let's go to the park a block away from Demetrius's house. And it's just like people like, flock when there's food involved people just like flock to it but like it provides like a great opportunity like johan when we did this barbecue maybe a month or two two months ago like he just sat and spoke with the family for like an hour and i was like is johan even here anymore and i was like oh no he's right there talking to this family like he just Mm -hmm. sat there like Uh, those are so many like little cool things that we get to see and yeah so mm, mm. it's so cool yeah what what has I mean, even even in the eight months and engaging, like what what have you learned about your community, or what surprised you about the community that maybe 
was different from what you assumed going in. Um, uh, I, I would say, I think I go in because of the ministry I do with prodigal. I think I kind of like look a lot and will highlight like a lot of the trauma and the hard stuff that goes on in, in a community like South central. But I think just the beauty of South central has been like such a cool thing to see. And what I mean by that is um, like with the neighbors, like when we interact with neighbors and do these outreach events, like, I don't know why I, I kind of thought like, oh, is there going to be like this sort of gap? Like, because we're new to the community, like all of us, all of us are pretty much new to that community. Um, and there's going to be some sort of, and like some sort of like, like, oh, like you guys are new here. Like we're from, we've been here forever, but like, it hasn't really been like that. I know, I'm sure there is aspects of it there, but like, it hasn't really been like that. And to me, that just shows the beauty of the community of just like, it's a very unified communal type of, area mm. south central most of it mm. and just be able to kind of experience that and see that and kind of somewhat be a little welcoming into that um somewhat has just been a cool thing to see about about our neighborhood and about mm -hmm. our community mm. and um yeah and i think just like simple things like food like everybody wants to like go to the hot spots for food and there's like so many little great spots in South Central that just no one, it's just like you pass by and you think it's like, oh, it's a hole in the wall cafe, but it's like, dang, they got some good breakfast in there. Like, you know, and <laughs> um, it wasn't when we went to Jerry's cafe or Jimmy's cafe right there on Western, across from the park. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, like Demetrius took us there. <clears throat> Me and Dustin, the three of us went there for like just a hangout. I was like, dang, this breakfast, like, this is bomb. I want to come here all the time for breakfast and stuff. So, <laughs> But um, yeah. yeah, just things like that. Like you, you get to see see that and um yeah that's one thing mm -hmm. to me one thing about the community that's cool another thing for me is just how invested um people are in the community and where mm -hmm. as i mentioned like a lot of people living in these neighborhoods it's generational um so it's oh yeah this is where my grandmother lived um and then my parents like start on the house and then now i'm on the house um this is my like i've seen the changes i've seen things take place um and like they are investing wine the best for their neighborhoods, even though they know like we're fighting uphill battle. Um, mm. And so how do we make sure we have a voice and how do we make sure that we're not being overlooked? Um, and that has been like, man, like people in South LA, um, like it's different coming from West LA because West LA, a lot of transplants. Yeah, but then you get totally. to South LA. It's like, wow! Like, this is like, you've lived here. Like, I want to be a student. Like, yeah. tell me the history about this neighborhood I'm living in. Like, I found out that the neighborhood I'm living in, um, there's at the park that we were at. There's this library, and I was like, during the pandemic, it was never open. Yeah. Um, but they're like, that's one of the oldest libraries in Los Angeles. I was like, wow! Like, huh. like this is, like this neighborhood has seen many people come in and out and transition. Um, but it's always been a very family oriented community, um, and seeing the importance of when people talk, they talk about their families mm -hmm. and how like, yeah, my grandmother lives down the street or mm -hmm. my auntie lives here. Like, and he's like, wow, like there's a lot of 
like what does it look like for us to serve large families um, mm-hmm. and learn from this? And so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm learning to be more and more of a student of the community and not thinking I know what this community needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that has been cool. And just seeing how welcoming neighbors are. Like at first, like man, like the neighbors are gonna like as Danny was like, "Why are you in my neighborhood?" But it's like they're very welcoming, very open to like share. It's like, oh man, like mm-hmm. man, we're thankful that you're in this neighborhood. Like and just having those conversations with them. It's like this is like mm. wow. Like there's hospitality that is here, even though like there is trauma in the community. Yeah. Um, in that trauma, people are like they are welcoming saying we want this to be a place where people can be loved, cared for and be known. And so mm. that's been cool. That is cool. Yeah. What a cool opportunity. Um, okay. So after maybe like six months of the core group meeting together, you guys had kind of your public launch um, where you, you know, invited people, stuff like that kind of things were established. How, how'd the public launch go? So the reason why Danny's not talking and we're laughing is that we had our public launch, went, which went well. And the following Sunday, half the church got COVID. Um, and so we understand COVID is not funny. It was just, yeah. but it happened on our launch day. That's yes. why and you were like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, which is not fun. Yeah. Um, definitely went half and you everybody, are everybody. All right. Everyone's all right. Everyone everybody's is good. Right, yeah. um, but that next following Sunday after right, our keep launch day. Then. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're like, oh man, let's have a condensed service since there's not too many of us. But even that was just a great time of prayer and fellowship mm-hmm. and be able to talk and mm-hmm. seeing like, man, this is a cool format that we can do potentially once a month for our family services. And mm-hmm. like, and just like where we sit down, like where I'm not preaching or anyone's not preaching standing up. They're sitting down, having a conversation, more of a, um, sermon at devotion and then having times where we break up in groups and just pray for one another and um, talk about what we just learned and then having some music that we're talking to and having some scripture that we're reading. It's just like, oh man. And then after that, having a either a taco, breakfast taco feast or going out to the park and having lunch together. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like we can like, like what does it look like for us to really be a family? Like, and, mm. and so, but, um, but that launch date and, it became like, it was always real. Like it was always like, man, like we are a, a new church. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow, we're letting the community know. Mm-hmm. And then even after that, like I remember walking down the street and people were like, pastor. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said my name was Demetrius, but, <laughs> but like, 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 like even being in the neighborhood, like they're like, oh, like that's the pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, it just like let the people in the community know, oh, we're here. Um, and that has been cool just to be able to, even as I walk my neighborhood and walk my dog, um, mm. that people like wave and like, oh yeah, we know who you guys are because you guys did this event in the park. Mm. Like you guys let us know that you're in the neighborhood and we're supportive of you guys being here. So that's been really mm. cool um, to see mm. that. Yeah. What was the question again? Sorry. Oh, the, <laughs> just, the, just, the have the, just have the launch go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, because the name it all, I was like, wait, I, what are we? I don't know, man. My my yeah. my, my question is like, yeah. how, how do I get people in my neighborhood to to call me call me pastor? You know? <laughs> like, yes. Usually in my neighborhood, when people find out I'm a pastor, that's when they stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Oh. 
this pastor. <laughs> that pastor there. Or, or they apologize <laughs> yeah. for like whatever they were talking about just before oh. that. Right? Like, yes. Oh, oh, sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so for, from your perspective, other than <laughs> yeah. the entire church getting COVID, uh, how how has the launcher, launcher yeah that transition been for for you Dan? No, it was it was it was a good it was a good Sunday. Um, uh, Dave Ross came out in his barbecue Pueblo barbecue, which is bomb. If you little plug here, if you have not, uh, yes, a little commercial plug. Yeah, if you if you have not had it, you need to to get on it. So, um, but he came in catered for us, um, and yeah, it, it was just it was a good it was a good launch. It, 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 I know Dimitri said it kind of felt like it was real, but also at the same time, we were, we were like anticipating that date, but I think somewhat for me, it just, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't feel necessarily like, like we had just been doing this like constantly mm-hmm. uh, all the months leading up to this point, And it was just like, also felt pretty normal and natural yeah. and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it was a, it was a good event. I mean, minus the COVID, but um yeah, I nothing much more to say or add on that. It was just, it was a good, it was a good like goal. Like we were getting to that point, and then it's just been also a good like, cool. We kind of got past this, not in a bad way, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're in this rhythm now, and so yeah, 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 it's so cool. Well, you know, I mean, eight months removed at this point. Um, I know I didn't ask you this ahead of time, so I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot, but any. Yeah, I don't know. Any encouragement looking back for that you would want to give to our Cornerstone West LA family? Like anything you um yeah, ways you would just wanna encourage them or words for them as you think back on um both your time here, what the Lord's done since then, and um and where we're at as a church and the things the Lord's doing doing here. Yeah. Um well I mean, just encouragement for Cornerstone West LA. Yeah, just, um, just continue to be intentional and in adopting that mindset of church as a family, like investing in one another. Like, I think that's one thing I've walked away from with Shalom is just like how, again, how familial it it, it feels, and um, just encouraging Cornerstone to keep on with that. And also, like, um, I think in a in a bigger church context um maybe it just it stands out to me more because we're a small church all doing this together a lot right now with the outreach but like yeah just encourage like be intentional with your neighbors in your community out here however that might look um because it it may not seem like it but it's such a blessing to the neighbors in the community when you when you do so um when you reach out to them um yeah those are just i mean Mm -hmm things that pop in my head so yeah um as danny mentioned being a small new church um there's a lot of uniquenesses about that and what it means to be a family um but in this season and even before this but just even um seeing the importance of each member in the body and how the body needs each member um no matter how large or small the church is um the importance of Man, if I am a follower of Christ, I have some gifts, I have some abilities, and God has gifted me ways that are able to serve the body and what God is doing in this community. Um, and just seeing, as I said, people being stretched, people stepping the gaps, but 
people even saying, man, like, like I've never done this before. This is my mm-hmm. first time doing this. That is discipling someone else. It's like, but I see the importance of this. I see that like the years that I have been in the church and doing ministry, that how can I pour what God has taught me into someone else or just the simple of how can I be welcoming to this new person that's coming in? Or how can I make sure that this person I'm seeing each and every Sunday, um, how do I just get to know their name, um, get to know who they are? Um, And like, it's something I would just encourage each person at Cornerstone is like, God has given you a, a beautiful gift um, and ability and Cornerstone needs you. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, the pastors need your support. Um, like me, Danny, and Destin would not be able to do this church plant without the people that said we are here to help and support. Um, and that the church is not um, about the people that are standing up front talking, but the church is the family. Um, and that was just something I would just continually encourage um, my brothers and sisters at Cornerstone is that you guys are a family and you guys are in this together. Um, and, and what does it look like to love and serve one another and care for one another and be a part of not just coming and listening, but being a part of what the church is doing. Mm, absolutely. Man, it's so, so beautiful to see that <clears throat> kind of manifest and put into practice in, in all sorts of different contexts here, but particularly in Shalom. And I think that the, that vantage point, I think is a, is a helpful reminder when the church is at the place in its life that Cornerstone West LA is mm. right. That um, this is, this is actually what we're all called to. Yeah. Right. This is meant to be a, an example uh, to follow, not just a thing that some other people are doing. But hopefully, we're we're continuing. The churches are continually walking that journey together as mm-hmm. the families are living that out and and being that presence that in, and that, with that type of intentionality in our neighborhoods, um, in our communities, in the places where um, we're working and living. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, any specific ways, how, how can we as a church family be praying for Shalom um, in the coming season, you know, between yeah. now and into next year? Um, I mean, I briefly mentioned it in the video, but I think just continue to pray for that familial bond just to keep growing stronger within our church body. Um you know, I think as we want to like minister and reach out to our community, I think one thing that our community will see is the love that we have for one another. Um, and so just letting that continue to have that love grow amongst us. And, um, and also just, I guess, for the community itself, it's South, it's South Central LA. And so there's, you know, like, uh, we were talking about this on Halloween, uh, a group of us that were, at Demetrius's house and like South Central, like I said, it's a beautiful place. And I mentioned the trauma, but like, it's, it's almost like I equate it to like a, a, a pot that's on a stove where it's, it's hot already. And it's kind of just like the lids kind of like rattling on top because it's starting to bubble. And then every now and then it explodes, you know, because it's just too hot. <laughs> and um, I think that's how the community is in some ways where, there's always like a crisis or something volatile mm-hmm. or trauma that's it's always there simmering and at different parts of the community it'll explode um 
And so just praying for our community because it's, it's, um, there's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and hardships alongside the beauty of it that like, it just becomes a norm over there. And, um, I don't think it just becomes accepted. And I don't even think sometimes the community knows how to process some of it, you know? And so we want to just be that as we're outreaching and serving, just constantly being that source of hope and pointing people to the gospel as something like, no, there is, there is something better. It's not just trauma is not just the norm, you know, like there's something that's out there. There's a hope, there's a peace, there's a comfort, there's a shalom mm-hmm. <laughs> of Christ that's yeah. out there. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's some thoughts that I have. I appreciate that. Yeah. And Matthew ten sixteen says, look, I send you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore be um, wise as serpents and innocent as doves. And for us as pastors and just even for us as a church, um, we are always asking for prayer for wisdom as we um, are interacting with different situations, as Danny mentioned, the trauma that is in our community of how do we be wise in that, but also at the same time be gentle, um, be a place of like an innocent dove of saying, like how do we show love and grace in this moment, but also how to be wise in these situations. Um, Because the many circumstances that we are facing are new to us is like, okay, how do we approach this mm. particular situation? Um, and how are we making sure that we're being faithful stewards of what God has called us to be in our neighborhood? Um, and so continually pray that we will grow in wisdom, um, that we will be, as um, Jesus is saying here, it's like that we will be wise like serpents um, mm. uh, and just really looking at things and saying, you know what, like we want to make sure we're protecting um, the flock and making sure that we're being faithful under shepherds that God has called us to be, um, but also we want to be gentle and caring and supporting those that are in that are experiencing trauma, those that are going through difficult situations. So, be praying for that as we, yeah, step into this new community um, and continue that we will be community um, that we will continue to be students, um, but also that our hearts and we will be mended closer and closer together, and that we'll be on one accord as we do, as we serve. Um, the Lord and just making sure that he gets all the glory and the honor. Um, yeah, knowing that it's not our platform. Um, being in the pulpit is not our platform, but it's us proclaiming who Jesus is mm. and standing firm on the scriptures. And so, yeah, we're, we are faithful to God's word um, mm. and submitting to it. And as ourselves, as pastors, I think just that we would be fed um, as we are feeding, um, that we also will spend time with the, with our shepherd. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. It's so exciting to see the ways in which the Lord's been using this church community in this community already, the ways that the gospel's already going out and multiplying, being in a blessing and deepening in the hearts of um, all the people that are a part of that. And um, we're all going to be praying that you would just continue to do that, continue to give you wisdom for it, discernment for it. Um, and a commitment more than anything to him, right? To the gospel, to, to the transformative work that, that only he can do in our communities. And, but what a, what a privilege to get to be an outpost for him, uh, a lampstand, um, among a number of lights in the community. So, um, love you guys. So thankful for you. Thanks for 
thanks for giving the time today. Um, thanks for your faithfulness and for your friendship. And um, I am excited for how the church and our church can continue to learn from you and from your church, um, from the Lord's church there uh, as we continue to grow together. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you guys. Thanks for the time. And thank you all for listening. Uh, we will see you on Sunday. <laughs>